Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, another fine episode of Are You Single? This is Peter Lamb. I'm your host. Uh, we are in new digs at the minute, so just trialling out a few things here. Um, a first a first in this new place. It's a cosy little one-bedroom unit, but also a first for um, my first uh, recording online, as opposed to having someone in my studio, quote-unquote, so, without further ado, let's welcome our guest for all the way from sunny Melbourne, Victoria, Cam. Cam! <laughs> say hello! hello. Hi! <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say your surname, but I forgot it, so we can... I was, w- yeah, I was, wait, I was waiting for it. <laughs> I, I was told never to answer unless I was with my phone. Spoken to. Oh, I, oh okay, of course. Um, how you doing? Uh, yeah, well, thanks, Pete. Oh, um, good. As you said, just um, living down here in sunny Melbourne and yeah. um, just, you know, getting my year-round tan. Yes. Of Things course. are great. Do you actually tan or do you burn? Let's be honest here. <laughs> well, you've met me, Peter. So you burn. Yeah. My listeners. Yeah, you know the answer to that question. I, I don't so much uh, burn as I do just turn into... A radiant pink lobster, oh. and then slowly cook in my own shell. Oh. <laughs> so you're all nice and delicious by nightfall. I like it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, no, that's uh, lovely. Okay, so uh, first question for the this evening: Are you single, sir? Mm. I'm not, Peter. I'm I'm spoken for. Oh, you are spoken for. Oh, wonder wonder who though. Actually, I, sh- I, sh- I well, just buried the leads. Go on. No, I, I think you actually know her. I, I believe you have Do met I? once or twice before. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, Peter, I'm, <laughs> I, I very well know. I'm, I'm betrothed to your older sister, Siam. <laughs> yeah, um, older being the operative word, indeed, yes. Yes, much older. Mm-mm. Oh, yes, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, he is engaged to my sister, um, which happened just recently. Uh, which was very exciting yeah. news uh, for most of us, I think. Um, but why don't we just start there? How did, how did this whole thing unfold? Yeah. Give everyone the scoop. Well, it's a story I've told many times now, Pete, over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> and it gets worse every time I tell it. Oh. So it was, a, it, was a, it was a poor anecdote to start with, and now it's just terrible. Just sad. But I'll tell it anyway. Um, so... Look, basically, um, I didn't really want to do anything too over the top. Mm. Um, I was more concerned with just finding something simple uh, that we could do together that we would both enjoy. And I was more focused on the mood. I thought, you know, I bet guys, a lot of guys plan these big, grand gestures. Yeah. And then they get so racked with nerves and then the woman picks up on them and, and then they, you know, get in a fight or something like that. And it's <laughs> yeah. just and then they propose anyway. And yeah. it's just this awful, <laughs> awful catastrophe. So I thought I'll just wait for them the right moment, the right sort of mood when we're both feeling all, you know, loved up Lovey and all that and kind of mushy. stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that, right. Oh gross. I want to hear all of um, that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure. Um no, look, we took a trip out to uh, the country, out of Melbourne. We went to Healesville um, mm. and we went to a winery for lunch. Ooh. And 
I made sure the drinks were uh, flowing freely. Yes. And afterwards, we went to a museum called the Heidi Museum. Yeah. And there's a beautiful garden there. And I uh, took her down underneath a beautiful oak tree. And oh. yeah. Did she... Because she yeah. is a, she's all about the agriculture and nature and trees and plant life. Did she, uh, did she identify that oak tree before you proposed? Like the scientific name and how old it was and everything. I'm fairly sure she identified it from about fifty paces away. She was she was on it like <laughs> nothing, and I was not thinking of trees at that point believe it or not Um, yeah my mind was elsewhere (laughs) but yeah no she did and then the funny part was actually when we went we got down to this tree and Mm. as i said we'd had a bit of a boozy lunch and uh she just lay down on the ground and i was sort of had to then say uh i have something pretty important to tell you and i had to kind of coax her up I, i i brought my little ukulele along with me and and wanted to play her a little song that i'd written um yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, that's the story, Pete. She said yes. Thank God. I know. <laughs> nice. Such I, a good sport. Between you and I and the the listeners, I think she'd been waiting for a while, and it was just all about yeah. timing and the that's right ukulele point. and song. That's right. Yeah. I, I'm surprised any man can can propose without a ukulele. <laughs> I didn't. Um, <laughs> I yeah, went down yeah, on one right. knee in some smelly ass quarter down uh, a, a, some dirty quarter in San Francisco where it smelled of piss. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Cam wanted to, uh, I mean, Ben wanted to leave as quickly as possible, but I did it anyway. And, and then he yep. got teary eyed. I don't know if that was from the, the smell or from the proposal. Either way, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It was very sweet. That's very nice. So, have you guys started planning things or. Uh, you just you're just in that uh, honeymoon, so to speak, phase. Well, or just living in the moment. Yeah, I, I suppose we are. We're not planning anything. Um, that, it's amazing how the questions just come thick and fast as soon as you announce that you're engaged. Um, you suddenly have to start thinking about a wedding. Yeah. Uh, but no, we don't have any plans, Pete. Um, no. Except for we're just gonna find out as soon as you've locked down a date. We'll just do it two weeks earlier. Oh yes, um, that's right. Oh well, we have locked in a date. Yeah. I'm almost certain I told uh, Cm, but I, Cm probably wouldn't have told you because she may be as forgetful yeah, as right. I am. She just said it was in uh, autumn next year. Autumn is March in autumn. Is it in autumn? Is it yes, in it, just in autumn. Just yes, just the start oh, of right. autumn. <laughs> um, that's Lovely. very good. Great timing. Yes, it is. It is indeed. Um, the most important question is though: Am I invited to your wedding? <laughs> Look, Peter. <laughs> You're a nice guy. Uh oh. Um, well, thank you for today and your time. Uh, I'm going to end this right now. <laughs> that is no, so mean. Ben will be able to send you plenty of photos. Oh. oh, yes. Ben is very good at the photo taking because of his new phone. Um, it takes very professional looking photos. He likes a good photo. So, yeah. yeah I'll, ben, I'll, ben strikes uh, me as a bit of a as a bit of an amateur photographer. He always has. Yeah. <laughs> He's got those piercing blue eyes, you know, you just know. All right, don't give him a big head. Yes, those eyes are beautiful, but you know what? So I have redeeming qualities like my um, my thighs. You know what, Peter? You do have nice thighs. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're the first 
ever person to ever say that. Thank you. Is, uh, that, is that genuinely something that you would um, say is one of your best features? Like, is that you've nah, always sort of thought, you know what, I have nice thighs. You know what? I've really started to enjoy the shape of my head. Because it's yeah, right. like, it's almost like a, it's a cube-ish. It's like a hexagon. <laughs> but as it's I... Angular. it's Yeah, it's some type of angle. And, you yeah. know, I, it's, it still fits through doors and, you know, those little, those little gaps. And I, I used to, I used to um, get teased a lot about having a big head. Mm. But I'm, I've yeah. grown into it. And I'm enjoying yeah, it. Yeah. I'm embracing it. So, it's, it's fun. That's good. But, yeah, yeah, it is. It's fantastic. It's a great head. It is. Thank you. <laughs> All right. How did you meet my sister? Tell them. Uh, I met your sister on a rooftop in Collingwood um, above a blue stone pub mm. called the Grey Starling. I thought it was a house party. Maybe that was... It was a house party. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, this is Melbourne, Pete. So, houses uh, are above pubs. Oh, of course. And... Below pubs and in between pubs. Um, and, yeah, um, between. Yeah, so no, it was. It was a house party above mm-hmm. a pub. And yeah, I, I met her at this party. Um, it was actually one of those parties. I was actually there to see another woman, believe it or not. Oh. And then, um, so what did she do? Did she get all up in your face, up in your business? Uh, it was... It was sort of that funny thing. Like I, I'd sort of, I hadn't really been seeing, seeing this woman. It was just sort of a, you know, it was a very casual sort of thing. Mm. And she was having a party and, and I sort of thought, oh, yeah, I suppose I'll go. A lot of my friends were going to be there. So I was like, I'll, I'll just stop by. Um, it shows you how, how sort of um, not into it I was. It was <laughs> this party was about literally about 60 meters from where I lived. And I just was sort of, I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> Um, but anyway, I went and then I just, I met Sienna there. I don't know. I don't, I can't remember. I who, who made remember the first seeing move? her. Well, I remember seeing her in amongst sort of, you know, we were talking, we had sort of mutual friends. We did, mm. we never met. Um, but we did have a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. Um, and I think I sort of went up and spoke to her and, and did that classic thing that all, um, nervous boys do and which is just to make fun of a girl like my Aww. flirting hasn't progressed since grade two um, <laughs> so i immediately just started to to poke fun at her oh, and um but i was i was completely i, I thought she was just so so beautiful oh um, yeah uh so yeah. then i just I, I spent the rest of the night avoiding yeah. the girl i was supposed to be there to see and um <laughs> sort of following Siam around like a bad smell. <laughs> I'm glad you can admit that because I would have thought the other way around, but go on. Yeah. Um, well, look, there's not too much more to tell other than uh, oh. the moment where I sort of, I really, where we had our first, I suppose where we had our first actual conversation mm. occurred shortly after she uh, tumbled down a flight of stairs. <laughs> That's the story which... I remember. <laughs> yeah. So that came later on. So, yeah, she. Uh, I just. I just remember seeing a kind of like blur. I wasn't really looking, but I saw like a blurry shape just going down <laughs> on a diagonal very quickly, and a yeah. lot of people going, "Ooh!" ooh. like that. 
Um, so I went over to investigate. And sure enough, it was this um, cute Asian that I'd sort of seen before, been, uh, chatting to earlier. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, oh, and that's we, when you knew. We, we, that's when I knew. <laughs> I uh, I went home and. And I think I added her on Facebook, Pete. You added as, her? Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I did. I did. The balls um, of this kid. My God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Have a go at me. Just, just <laughs> oozing confidence, Peter. I totally. Oh, I'm glad you 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 took the initiative. Oh, yeah. very good. Um, so that's yeah, and then then everything just just fell into fell into place before then. Oh, after then. Yeah. Really. Well, it sort of did. It was a shaky start, if I'm honest, Pete. Oh, um, all right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shaky how? Shaky as in, uh, well, okay. We went, uh, this time in my life, I was very, I was very serious sort of young man. Artist. And, um, I, took, I took myself, yeah, way too seriously. I was, I was an asshole. That's the <laughs> other way. Yeah, long that. and short um, of it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So first date, she invites me out and she says, oh, it's going to be a surprise. Just, you know, let's go. And I was like, okay, sure. And we drive out to St Kilda and we pull into this bike hire place. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? (laughs) And just, you know, got all pouty and sulky. And then... She, she she walked in and then walked out with a tandem bike. <laughs> what? And I just thought, there is no way I'm getting on that bike. Um, what if someone sees me? Uh, oh, um, no. Yeah, I know. Um, so anyway, look, that happened. And then we, we wound up back in Carlton Gardens at the end of the day. And we'd sort of just, we were just sort of, I don't know we'd had dinner and then we were just sort of lying down. It was in the summertime. So it was a nice evening. And then we just talking and, and then she did something. She, I don't know why, but she picked up my shoes and she just ran off with them and thought this would be hilarious. And I just, I just lay there watching her run off. And I just remember thinking, this is not the girl for me. That is the lamb way of saying you are a nice person Please continue to hang out with me, okay? <laughs> the classic lamb shoe fan. Yeah, Ask, yeah, you should have. Come on, Cam. Shit. I know. <laughs> so look, Sam and I often joke about that, about how like it was, I was just like, you were so close to blowing it that day. <laughs> um, but in truth, I was just, I just needed to thaw out a little bit and and mm. lighten up. Um, yes, which yeah. happened. Oh, I'm glad. Very slowly, but yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, because I think the mm. first time I met you, you you were actually mm. quite chill. Um, you know what? A little bit intimidating because you were quite tall and you did... I did get this feeling that you were very sure of yourself and you had Really? This, yeah, 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 for sure. I, I thought you were just typical Brunswick Street trash. No, joking. Just Brunswick yeah. Street dude, okay? Yeah. Um, so you were too cool for school. I'm like, I, if I were, if I saw you in high school, I'd probably never hang out with you because you're too yeah, cool. Yeah, I wouldn't hang out with me either. Uh-huh. I thought you were going to say um, you weren't going to hang out with me. <laughs> no, I'd definitely hang out with you. Ah, um, no, no, no. I wasn't fishing, but anyway. That, but that's interesting, isn't it? Because it's funny you say that, Pete, because mm-hmm. I was probably racked with self-doubt, um, oh. you know, and sort of low self-esteem at that point in my life, to really? be honest. It's just probably... 
Yeah, it was probably a bit of a a dark time or something. Yeah, oh, a dark right. time. Okay, the dark ages. So, <laughs> so Not the dark age. Do you think that throughout your life you'd always been that kind of person, sort of a bit no. reserved, moody? No. What were you like? No, no. I was. Oh, it depends how far back you want to go. But, oh, let's um, go back to when you entered this world. <laughs> you know, yeah. leaving I your mother's body to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a great time. Um, no, look, uh, to be honest, like most of my life, I was always just a bit of a smart ass and, and mm. so, but pretty happy, to be honest. Yeah. Um, pretty happy kid and a bit of a smart ass. And then, yeah, I don't know what it was. I sort of got into my early 20s and I just became really serious. I just sort of okay. started listening to um, heavy metal. Yeah, well, it wasn't even so. See, I listened to heavy metal before that. It was more like moody, you know, moody sort of like emo, like Simple Plan, Good Charlotte. Yeah, that. But more so, that still, I was still probably pretty happy when I was listening to that stuff. It was sort of more like uh, Enya. They can admit it here. Don't worry. Yeah, let's just say Enya. (laughs) Yeah, let's just. (laughs) Who doesn't love a bit of Enya? (laughs) You love the Orinoco flow. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, Pete. Okay. Stay, um, well, okay. Why don't we go back? Go back to the beginning then, because you grew up in. Yeah. Now, correct me if I said this right, uh, right or wrong. Um, mm. Borkan, Victoria, which is regional. <laughs> oh, well, did I say yeah. Borkan, Australia? <laughs> no, you, no, no. You just butchered the way that you're supposed to say it. But how do you? How are you supposed to say it? Bourgeois no, can. No, yeah, I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, the locals have changed the uh, sign where it says Borkan to uh, they changed the O's to E's, so now it says beer oh, can. Oh, beer can. Ah, oh, hilarious. Which I like better, but it's no. You just put a little bit <laughs> too much emphasis on the can. Can. Yeah. <laughs> can you ball can? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you yeah. grew up there. How and how far is that from Melbourne? It's about two and a half hours. Two and a half Melbourne. hours, and you grew up in a on a farm. Yep. And um and you so your your parents were they born there too um or did were they born elsewhere? No, mum and dad are originally from Terrelgan, If you know where that is, I do know where Terrelgan is. Yeah. No, wait, wait, I think I've no, I've heard of Terrelgan. Is it Queensland? No, but that's Victoria. no, not quite. Still, uh, still Victoria, uh, okay. just about an, about an Shit. hour east of Melbourne, Gippsland. Oh, okay. Ah, right, right, right. nice. And then, so what? What um, prompted them to move out to um, Borken, Beacon? Well, they had uh, they had a they had a farm up in Terrelgan, and it got mm. um, it got uh, acquired by the government, um, mm. just like in the movie The Castle, how they want to. Oh, I've never their, seen um, that house, and oh, you've never seen the castle? No. Oh, okay. Um, um, well. <laughs> Basically, I can hear the frustration and girl, you're just, so not Australian. Just, just absolute <laughs> disbelief. <laughs> Have you seen Muriel's wedding? Of course. Oh, shit. Okay, well, that's no, my bad. Okay, I do have to see you the castle. Seen and Muriel's I will. Wedding. Oh, no, I know. I'm saying I've seen it. I'm seeing, checking if you've seen it. Oh, yeah. Because that's my Peter. Aussie yeah, film that defines Aussie life. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but anyway, look. <laughs> Basically, the government uh, said we're going to we're going to buy out the farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was sort of like a um, an acquisition, uh, forced acquisition. But so they just were looking for new properties, and they looked everywhere. They even looked at a place in the Northern Territory, 
um, to have like a big cattle station up there on about a million acres. So life would have been very different for me if that had gone ahead. Yeah, right. Um, but no, they, they uh, bought this place down in Borken, which is down in southwest Victoria near Warrnambool. I know and uh, yeah, and so that's where I grew up. Oh, right. Um, and were, did you acquire any useful farm skills at all? Were you good at what were you good at? What did you do to contribute to the to um, the family? Yeah, to be honest, I was probably the most useless in our family <laughs> when it came to farm skills. I don't skills. know why I'm not shocked by that, but anyway. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it's just consistent with the rest of my life, Peter. So, um, <laughs> no, look, I yeah, I I I couldn't, you know. There were certain things that I probably could always do, but I was probably yeah. a bit lazy. I was oh, always okay. a bit lazy on the farm. See, my older brothers were those classic sort of country kids and they always wanted to be outside and they always wanted to go and work with dad. Okay. And, and uh, so just, uh, you're, and you have two older brothers. That's right. Yeah, two older yeah, brothers. Yeah, the youngest. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. Go on. Uh, yeah, but I, I just really, I, I probably didn't take to it quite as much. I, I preferred mm. to just sort of, Read? I don't know. Sit inside and yeah, or just watch TV. Watch t- watch um, <laughs> watch the uh, telly. Um, oh, okay. How were you in school? I, in school, like in primary school, um, and then leading up to you know whatever. In primary school, I developed a, <laughs> I developed a pretty keen interest for girls from quite a young age. I have to say, girls mm. captured my attention very very early on. Oh. I had my first girlfriend in kindergarten. And they've been oh, distracting me ever since. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yeah, no. Look, I, in primary school, I was sort of—I don't know—I you were of, like, um, were you a Casanova? You, you had all the had all the girls sort of buying your food and 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 probably not that far, but I but I always sort of had a girlfriend, always working on trying to have a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> that was a high priority. That sort of school fell uh, like a distant second the wayside to. yeah yeah um but look i was i was you know i was had i had friends and it was you know a happy little happy little vegemite okay. yeah, i was a happy little vegemite okay so then tell me about the um the date you went on where you were trying to impress your girlfriend in primary school and um you brought your dad along for this first oh. date, <laughs> what happened yeah, here? Okay. Tell tell us. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's um, it's, it's a story for the ages. Mr. Casanova, it's, obviously. Yeah, and, right. yeah. A tale older um, than time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. So in grade, I don't know what grade I was in. Probably grade four, I think. And I had I had a pretty serious girlfriend by this stage, Peter. Like, oh, of course. You know, we'd we'd held yeah, hands committed. around the oval. Um, we'd passed letters to each other. Uh, uh, make a little kissy kissy we'd even noises a few across. times. Oh yeah, yeah. It was oh. I mean, it was serious. It was that is know, like was... putting a ring on it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't far off. Um, and I got it in my head that I just thought, yeah, I'm. Do you know what would be great for my birthday is just if we, I just took my gal out on the town and I could get my best mate who also had a girlfriend to take, 
his girlfriend and we could just double date and we could just have, you know, just a great, you know, we could just hit the town and just, and that was a great idea for a 10 year old, except for the fact that um, town was 50 kilometers away. Oh yeah. And and so I needed a chaperone and I don't know why I asked my dad and not my mum. I'm possibly was slightly less embarrassed by my dad, or I thought there was a lower chance of him embarrassing me. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. So, so I asked Dad, um, yeah, if he could drive us uh, to this place called Lake Potobe, um, okay. which was, uh, let's just say, uh, Warnable's version of, I, I don't know, um, Dreamworld or something like that. Okay. Um, so there were but, carnival but like rides. A million times not as good. <laughs> so what passed as a, a, say, a carousel? Was it just like uh, actual just, horses uh, that were impaled? No, like a sand pit with a dead seagull in it. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was a flying fox. I do remember that. And an actual flying fox. fox. <laughs> yeah, an actual yeah. flying fox. There was a flying fox next to the seagull. It was also. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> okay, and then what happened? <laughs> well, I. I I remember that we there were these paddle boats and I thought, okay. great, I can get some alone time. I can put some water in between dad and me and my girlfriend. Mm. Um, so we, you know, uh, I, I um, you know, took her out on this little paddle boat and and uh, I don't really remember what happened. I, 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 don't, I don't think, I probably tried to convince her to kiss me at that point and she you know, as became a habit for women, just pushed me away. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you didn't get angry. You just accepted your fate. Okay. That's right. I just, I just went, yeah, no, I don't, I don't blame you at all. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then we circled back um, and our dad had brought us some fish and chips. Mm. Uh, so we had fish and chips for lunch and then it was home time, Peter. Oh, um, nice. That was the date. Uh, oh, you, you didn't drop her off home. You just left her there. Oh no, she like she would have came from memory. She came back to our house. Okay, and Good. then her parents came and picked her up, and her dad just you know just stared daggers at, at like, you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to just throttle me. Um, yeah. I don't oh, blame him either. <laughs> it's just I, I don't even know what just... I would think if a if a ten year old. Boy, yeah, was Decide. thinking those kinds of things. But the fact that your dad was chaperoning, I'm sure mm. that would have put him at ease just a little. Just to make yeah, I'd say so. Captain Mischief. I'd say so. It's funny, isn't it? Like it was just such. It was just this plan that I had. That I thought this is going to be amazing. Like it's all going to happen. I didn't know what all was. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. But you were determined. But, uh, you were love. That's right. Infected yeah. by love. My gosh. Um, yeah, are you I close? Love- are you close with your parents? Um, I'm close in the sense, I suppose I'm close in that way that Australian, I don't know, guys from the country are close with their parents. Like, yep, which is sort yep, of to say that. Yep. Um, which is sort of to say another, this is, this is how I'd put it. Um, I speak to them once a fortnight and oh, I nice. occasionally awkwardly hug my dad when I see him. Or oh. we just stand like two meters apart and sort of wait for the other one to, you know, hug, but then it doesn't happen. And we go, right up, see ya. <laughs> so, that's, oh, Cam, you got to break those barriers. 
You're very in touch with your emotions, I think. Your 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 emotional intelligence is quite high, yeah. so I think that wouldn't be a uh, an issue. But um, it's, it's you, funny, though, isn't it? Yeah, because you can think those things about yourself, and then yet I, I sometimes think, you know, I am just in so many ways just a bloke from the country. Mm, okay, and, and I do, and it's funny, like it catches me off guard sometimes that I kind of get a bit stop being so bloody sentimental and mm. that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so it's weird. Anyway. Okay. All right. So then, um, so going from primary school up until high school, that's when you, yeah. your body starts to change, moods, <laughs> hormones, all that shite. Do you yeah. think this was the time when you decided to become, like to, to start getting creative? Because you are quite a creative guy. You, 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 you write music, you, you, you perform, you're a musician of sorts. Tell tell me about tell me about that whole evolution. Um, okay, well, the I suppose becoming starting that creative sort of thing. Um, mm. I, I didn't honestly start until I was about sixteen. I think okay. um, before that, I was really I was really into footy. I was oh. I loved footy and I wanted to play footy. I wanted to play AFL. That was like my big dream. Really? I've always had some, you know, yeah, I've always been a bit of an idealist. Okay. And I was good at footy, but I wasn't great. And I never, I don't think I ever would have been um, really great. So I sort of, I, I sort of made a few of these, like, um, sort of like these I was chosen to play in these certain teams um when I was sort of 15 and 15 uh 14 15 and then I got to 16 and it was sort of like well if I don't get chosen for this team that was up in Geelong I won't I won't play anymore um and it didn't happen so I just quit Mm. and took up the drums and started playing music and I sort of have never looked back um really I I think that I've done a lot of different things in music um, but that sort of creative little fire has never really gone out um, one way or the other. Yeah, I, 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 not, I am not surprised by that. I see a lot of, I've heard a lot of your work. I've seen some of your poems. You were uh, earlier tonight. You were telling me a limerick. Um, <laughs> But Can no, I repeat no. it now because it had the cock joke in it. I, <laughs> I did and miss I, it. I told you this limerick. It's one of my favorites. Oh, okay, it's, go. Please. And then, and then it was just silence Lots. after it. And I, just, like, I was testing the levels. I, gotta, I, let, I, I, I apologize. I apologize. No, no, please, please. Treat us with All this right. wonderful limerick, please. All right. The limerick, it's by a poet. I'll get this wrong now. I think it's by a poet um, by W.H. Auden. Okay. Um, the, the limerick is this. As poets have mournfully sung, death takes the old and the young, the drowning in money, the screamingly funny, and those who are very well hung. Ah, uh, now I heard the hung part, yes. Yeah, <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> Uh, always yeah. the classy gentleman and clever yeah. at that. I do love a good limerick though, Peter. And not many people do, but I have a real soft spot for them. Okay. Do you have a whole book of them? I don't have a 
book. I have a few that I know by heart, but okay. yeah, I don't really have a whole book. But anytime I hear a new one that I, that I think is particularly good, I, I try and, you know, file it away to memory. Oh, good, good, good. That's, that's kind of like me when I think of a little joke that I, I want to someday um, perform on stage with. But um, I mean, that's as far as it goes for me. But I totally get that. I mean, the whole creative thing, it's so, mm. it's, um, it's, it's empowering, it's inspiring, it sort of allows you to not be stuck um, thinking one way. I mean, for me, it's so refreshing when I get, when I tell, when I know that I've, you know, performed before, had a creative mm. outlet before, um, know that I can keep doing it if I could and um, just let it, uh, let it just, let it just, Allow, allow it. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just, I'm going to cut this whole bit out. Anyway, let me just go back to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was trying to say oh. like it allows it allows me to grow in ways in which I I didn't think I could because are we're you always still talking about cocks? <laughs> I, I, I don't have any problem in that department, okay? But it's okay. more it's more like holistic growing, like growing in life, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I agree with you. I don't know if you want to cut that bit out now. Oh, no, no, like... look, it might stay. I don't know. But I wanted to go yeah. back to your, the drumming part. So you became really, you, yeah. you became quite obsessed with it. And then uh, you, yeah. did you start performing in bands? Did you start your own band? Yeah. What happened? Okay. Yeah, so I, I was in the country still, um, obviously, and I was I was sort of playing the drums, and I was right. That's it. I'm. This is what I'm going to do with my life. I'm going to be a famous drummer. I'm going to be in a band. It's going to be great. Yeah, um, <laughs> going to be fully sick. Yeah. And what happened was I finished high school, and uh, I think a friend of mine told me about there was this band in Melbourne, and they were they were auditioning for a, for a drummer. They wanted a new drummer mm. and um and i was at the time just playing in a local band and we were playing at pubs and you know just doing nothing i i was a complete amateur and yeah. anyway i i filmed myself i filmed a little audition tape for these guys and sent it to them on vhs whoa that's how far back we are going you're and not that old I, you're, you're did you turn 30 already yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm, you 30, did. I'm 32 now, Peter. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, you are 32. Okay, yeah, sorry. Continue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I I sent it on VHS, mm. and I wrote a little letter, and I told them how much I loved their band because they were actually quite a well-known band. They were being played on the radio, and they were touring around Australia and all that kind of mm. stuff. Yes. And I also i remember i wrote a little song on acoustic guitar and i and i taped that on cassette and i just thought i'll just show them the breadth of my genius here <laughs> i'm not only a drummer i can play acoustic guitar <laughs> whoa um, so many layers yeah i know yeah so i i put that in a little envelope um i kissed it and i popped it in the um post box and off it went mm. and uh, I think a week or so went by and I got a message. Uh, I think I got an email actually. Yeah, it would yeah. have been an email. I got an email that was saying, you know, we got your tape. We loved it. Would you like to come up and try out? Yep. And I, it, it was like 
the world shifted in that. It was one of those moments where you you feel your life change in an instant. And that sounds really grandiose and it totally is now with hindsight. But when you're, when you're 18 and you grow up in the country and you have these, you know, wild dreams of being a, being a musician yeah, yeah. Um, at the time to sort of do it justice at the time, it, it really did feel that significant. Wow. Um, and so anyway, I went up and I tried out and I got the gig and yeah. And then that was sort of for the next few years i i sort of spent um touring in that band and yeah. touring and and recording um albums and yeah doing nice all kinds one. of stuff did you get a lot of puss <laughs> um not as much as i would have liked oh. if I'm pers- perfectly honest. what a shame first of all yeah let's see these are the these are the um things the that misconceptions yeah yeah about well about being, being a, a drummer for starters um, I, I quickly learned that the, the, the starstruck uh, girl in the audience can rarely see past the singer and the guitarist like crooning oh. into the microphone. The oh. drummer is just this kind of blurry figure in the background. Oh, um, you're like the uh, last last man calling kind of kind of yeah. guy. Yeah, oh. that's right. Yeah, and so look, I it did happen more than it should have for someone of my um, physical appearance <laughs> and um, <laughs> total lack of uh, money um, and, prospects. And charisma. Like yeah. Charisma, all of that personality. Um, <laughs> but it did happen, but I feel like it didn't happen as much as I would have liked. And, but for that reason, I was really grateful anytime it did happen. Because of STDs? I feel like I, I, hey? Because of STDs? No STDs. No. Oh, no. good. I'm glad. <laughs> no, I'm no. glad. Okay. Oh, okay. But either way, you were still quite popular. Where um, when you tour, when you tour with these bands all around, was it just Australia or around the world? No. Well, you could say it was around the world. Uh, oh it was God, Australia yeah. and New Zealand, Peter. Oh, whoa! Um, that so, is so most of the world. Uh, <laughs> Um, we just missed like calm a down cam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and then so after you 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 start you you performed with bands, you then decided to go solo, didn't you? And just sort of do your own thing, right? Yeah. So I played in that band for three years, yeah. and then I um, had like you know the classic I quit moment. Um, oh shit! And then I started playing. I started writing, that was when I started writing music, sort of really writing music. Mm. And then I um, started playing the drums for a hip hop artist named Illy. Yes. And I did that for Very cool. another three years. And then I said, oh, I quit again. again. And then... God, it's so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I, um, and then I, and then I, I played music with a few, few other people. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, and then I started finally doing my own thing. Um, yeah, and then that brings me to sort of where I am now. But again, even my own doing my own music has gone through various twists and Thanks. turns. Well, look, um, I <clears throat> checking, checking out a few of your your releases. You have this one here, Anhedonia. Mm. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, which, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which, I know. What a uh, shit title. That, well, it's it's pretentious, so it it must be it good. Is. Um, that's what see. That's the thing. It's like 
that that word is sort of like that sums up my 20s i think it's just this guy who's first of all he's depressed because mm. anhedonia i think is an, is a word another word for depression um uh-huh, synonymous and he's also a wanker who can't just say <laughs> i'm fucking super sad let's <laughs> say anhedonia. i'm anhedoniac <laughs> i'm a anhedoniac <laughs> oh yeah. my god Right, but were you were you uh, di- officially diagnosed, or is this is something that you you diagnosed yourself? This, no, this I, feeling? I don't know. I, I like. Have you seen anyone? Sort of just, oh yeah, I've seen I've seen psychologists. Oh, okay. I've seen like a couple off and on um, mm-hmm. in my twenties, um, but they were. The, I saw one guy, mm. and. This was this was this. I lost all faith in psychologists after this. One. Okay, so I went to see this guy, and it was about session number two. So we're still like getting to know each other, and I'm still just like, yeah, I just don't know how I feel. Yeah. And yeah. Um, he's he said to me, he goes, um, I want to tell you about something because I can tell you're a really uh, perceptive guy. Um, there have been these studies done recently, Cam. Um, and basically what it is is that there's uh, researchers have frozen water and they've put, them in the, in the, or they've put them in the freezer, they've frozen them, and then they've shouted abuse at one and uh, complimented the other water oh. and then later on looked at these ice crystals under a microscope and the ones that they were saying, you're shit, you're useless, you're worthless, yeah. were all broken and fucked up like, you know, sort of a shards of glass. Right. And the ones that they were saying, you're lovely, you're beautiful, you're, um, you know, you're, you're amazing, were all these beautiful crystals. And, and, he, and then he turned to me after it, he was like, and here's the kicker. And when you think about it, Cam, we're 70% water. Uh, and I sort of looked at him and I thought, okay, I'm going to back out of the room. Yeah, I'm going to moonwalk out and don't look <laughs> and at me. You turn back. turn to the wall and... Um, yeah. Oh, my. That's, yeah, so that's, that's my experience. Yeah. That's with my experience with um, psychologists. But okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I probably... I probably um, I don't know. I overdo it in some sense. Like I've had periods of my, you know where I've been really happy and, and, you know, but there has been a pretty consistent sort of, you know, I've, I've had a tendency towards being a bit of a misery, misery guts yeah. for a while. Okay. Well, let's, let's take it back then to sort mm. of the other um, dating experiences you've uh, had. Um, yeah. This one where you had scaled a 14 foot iron fence to sneak into a park. And watch fireworks yeah. from the Eiffel Tower on Bastille Day. That sounds pretty bloody amazing. And fun. that was a good one. That was up there. That was with your sister, Peter. Oh, that was with my sister. Oh, and she lucky. All right. Yeah. Tell our listeners how this all came about. Oh, uh, look, uh, we were over. We were over in Europe. We we're in Paris, and it was Bastille Day. And so we thought, well, we have to go out and and party with the Parisians. Um, Mm. We can't sit at home like a couple of squares. So we went out in the streets. We had, we had no idea where we were going to go. We were just staying in this little apartment in uh, a suburb called Belleville. Mm. And we ended up getting on some bikes and we rode up 
to this park and there was just seemed to be like a lot of you know, a lot of people there and they were drinking on the streets and whatnot mm. and so Belleville if you imagine Paris it's sort of um it kind of goes up on a hill like you've got Montmartre which goes up on a hill and you can have a good view from there and Belleville does the same thing and we there was this beautiful park out there and and the only problem was it had these huge this huge iron fence. Um, but then the, the Parisians in their, you know, um, uh, fuck everything, let's go, let's leave. Uh, <laughs> um, we, they decided to start jumping the fence and I just thought we should join them. So we did. And oh, we God. scaled this fence and Siam got her ass spiked on the Of top. course. <laughs> poor, poor. <laughs> Stupid yeah, girl. Poor thing. And then we, we, we made it over. And yeah, we had this beautiful view of the Eiffel Tower and we, we saw the fireworks light up around it and we said, Vive la France. And it was a lovely night. Oh, beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah. And how long were you in France for again? Three months? Yeah, three months, three months in France. And you can speak some French, can't you? I can speak a little bit. It's, it's um, a purier. Uh, it's a bit rusty at the moment oh, uh, because I haven't been getting lessons and language is sort of like learning a second language is a bit like, well, it's a lot like exercising really. It's just oh, you yes. you don't use it. You lose it pretty quickly. Oh, um, sure. But it's in there. Okay. Can you speak a bit of mm. Khmer at least? That I can do, Peter. Oh, I'll get a good um, answer. What can you say? I can say, uh, I can count for starters, moi bi bay bun bram, so on, so forth. Jumri uh, apsu. Yeah, jumri apsu. Yeah, okay. Soks bai, yeah? Soks bai. Yeah. We're just saying. Um, hi, you're very good at this too. I'm all right. No, nah, I'm actually quite broken. I don't like, like you just said, if you don't exercise that muscle, you just lose altogether. Mm. You just remember um, the essential phrases like, Kyom clean, Kyom. And Joy Mai, of course. <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're, listeners, we're swearing. One, and so eating. you can understand this one. All right. Um, go toga, on. To, toga Juai. Say that again. Toga Juai. Um, no. Uh, no, so, no, no, wait, 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 say it again one more time, one more time. Toga Juai. Are you, are you talking about taking a shit? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, that was close. Don't do I, oh, you want to go, yeah, all right, there you go. We'll just go there, make sure you wash your hands. Ling Dai, okay? That means wash your hands afterwards, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad Sian's teaching you the key phrases, like I'm teaching Ben, trying yeah. And yeah. he's getting quite good. He's quite good, actually. He has his own little... Yeah, no, I've heard Ben stuff. speak. He's he's amazing. Oh, yes, he is amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, okay. So then, looking at you, I mean, you, you were talking yeah. about your physical appearance and how it's, you, you feel that you're lacking, but you're quite tall, actually. I think of all... It's funny you say that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I keep interrupting. No, 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 no. It's all good. I mean, I was going to say... Like of all in our family, of all of our partners, mm. I think you are the tallest. Mm. Easily. You're six foot what? Three, four? If you if you if you if you stand up straight, because I think you kind of punch times. I think you're confusing me with um Gandalf or something, <laughs> Peter. I, I, uh, no, I'm, I'm you're six foot at just, least, aren't you? Yeah, I'm yeah. just six foot. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. and I have a feeling you're probably taller than me. That's why it's, Not... it's sort of surprising for me to hear you say, you're really tall. You're really tall. It's like, I've never thought of myself as tall and I'm pretty sure you're taller than me. No, no, no. Look, see, there's a photo of the whole family at David's wedding. David's my brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you are standing on the edge and Ben mm. is standing on the other side of the, uh, on the other end. Such a good metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but you are easily the tallest. I don't know if the ground is is on a slant. I don't think it is. But I just, yeah, I thought you were the tallest. Yeah, right. Oh, look, I, I can just tell you that I, I don't know if that's true or not, but mm. I'm I'm six foot pretty much on, on, the, six, the, on the dot. Okay. And well... On that physical appearance, because you you do ha- you mm. do like your tattoos, and <laughs> yeah. you have like a whole sleeve. If I if I recall, I you have a sleeve. Um, I do. What was your first tattoo? My first tattoo, yeah, was uh, a black rose on my elbow, and it hurt like a motherfucker. Oh, I don't doubt that. It took four hours, Peter. Oh my and god. The guy was getting so frustrated because his needle was, I don't know, digging into my elbow bone. Bone. That halfway through the session, he just said, he just just stopped working. He (laughs) stood up. He walked out the back. And then I just heard him scream at the top of his lungs. Just scream, like a a scream. No no words, just a scream. Like a man. Ah! Yeah. Like a man who's who's just found out that his wife's cheating on him or something oh, like that. No. Horrific <sighs> scream. And then he just walked back in and kept going. Like That's what his therapist Yeah, his therapist taught him to do that rather than yeah. take it out on you. He took it yeah, out on right. the outside. <laughs> um Yeah, it was it was pretty awful. Oh okay. Um, that was my first Saturday. What was the significance of it, the black rose? Was it a metaphor it for not- your life? No, there was nothing. I, Not, I think oh, yes. I saw it on another guy. And uh, I, thought, I thought, you know what? I needed my life. I need a black rose on my elbow. Um, do you have any of the uh, the stars of the Australian flag? Or... Unfortunately not. Um, oh, disappointing. No, I, I missed that one. Um, no Chinese look, symbols? No Chinese symbols. Um, I do have the words... Uh, I have the word mum written in a heart and I have the word family written on my wrist just in case I forgot I had one. <laughs> um, and I have the word, probably the only word that has any meaning um, or the only tattoo that maybe has any meaning. I have a um, uh, an anchor, a little anchor on my arm and it has the word persevere written in it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's so fun. that's probably the only one that I, I, I probably still think, oh, that's not too bad. Right. The rest, yeah, I can take a leave. I kind of wish sometimes my um, I was gonna say, my body you... was like, just <laughs> limited. Could just shake myself and they come well, out. Well, do you regret any of the, two, the tattoos that you got? Peter, I'm going to be controversial here. I'll go on. Um, I regret all of them. All of them? Ah, I you, do. You wish you were just a blank canvas? But let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. Yeah. I, right. I, I don't want to come off as like, it, it keeps me up at night, uh, but it does. No, um, <laughs> I, I just, I regret them in the sense that they don't mean anything to me anymore. Mm. And they, it's sort of like, this is the best way I can describe it. Mm. It's like, picture a jumper that you bought 
say 10 years ago. And it was a jumper that was sort of in trend at the time. Hmm. But now you look at that jumper and it might've been, you know, it might've been orange with gold sequins on it or something <laughs> like that. And at the time in 2008, it was like the fucking the the most amazing jumper yeah. in the world. Everyone had one. Yeah. It's sort of like having to wear that jumper every day for the rest of your life. It doesn't really affect your life, but at the same time, you're sort of just going, fucking hell. Oh, this, this again. doesn't suit me. Yeah, oh, wow. this isn't me. Yeah. This, is, this doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, sort of yeah. That's sort of what it feels yeah. like in, in a way. Okay. But uh, I, I think that one day I'll make my peace with them. And, yeah. Or would you consider and, laser removal? No, never. I would never do that. Oh, I think wow. that's I think that's falling into the same trap. See, I probably was one of those people who got tattoos. A lot of people who get tattoos, um, especially the people I was hanging around with, it was kind of like a um it was sort of like getting your racing stripes. Like it was sort of like, are you, you know, are you a serious musician? Are you doing this? You have to have tattoos to do this. You can't be in a band and not have tattoos. It was sort of part and parcel. Right. So a lot of it was very ego driven and very sort of, um, I think people wanted to be more interesting than they felt that they were. Mm. So they would get tattoos to, to sort of, you know, say, yeah, look, I'm real interesting. Um, and I think that kind of insecurity, yeah. if I was to get them removed, it's, the, it's the, like the other side of that coin. If I was like, I want to erase this thing on me. Yeah. Um, I, it sort of still speaks to some kind of insecurity. So I'd, I'd rather just just live with them and just get on with life, to be honest. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Would, would you get any more? What about more? you, Peter? Do you Me. have any tattoos that I... I have zero tattoos. I am a clean canvas. You are. Very clean. I've just got a few um I don't even think you have a freckle, let alone a tattoo. I have freckles. I have them all over my face. All that because of beauty marks. It's like an all there's there are three certain black dots uh, that yeah. that resemble the uh, I think it's Orion's belt somewhere oh, yeah. over here um, and you know I've got what else do I have uh, yeah I've got dots here and there but um, do you know what's, no it's funny like I feel like your Sian's scarred as well I think it was your mum because she apparently used to tell Sian that when she had freckles that that looked like fly shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very true. So I think Sam, Sam has freckles too, and I think they are just the most darling little things. Um, I think it's so cute. But oh, yeah, so, so don't sweet. be embarrassed about you. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not anymore. I, I, didn't, I told you about my weird head shape that I now love. So I that's think that's true. Yeah, they compliment that too. Um, yeah. Yes, but no, no, no tattoos for me. I think I was always I was I I don't like needles generally. I mean, yeah. I get my vaccinations, but that's as far as it goes, you know. Yeah, you're a wiser man than me, Peter. I am very wise. Um, so going back to um your your sort of your quest for love um throughout your life, mm. did you have certain moves of seduction? Did you have a little dad? Did you have a certain like cologne that you would wear? A certain way you'd wear your hair? When shave I was your 18 eyebrows? or thereabouts, I my um, classic line to to girls was, 
that I would invite them back to my house to watch SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh. And I just, for whatever reason, I thought that that was adorable and cute and that they would love it. And it did work a couple of times. Okay. That's the thing. What um, is wrong with these women? But, but only a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so the ratio would be what? 20, and, uh, 10%? Oh, sometimes? at least. Yeah, a thousand okay. to one. Okay. Um, but after that, I, I, I didn't have, I wasn't one of those guys with game. I was nervous talking to women. Um, mm. I, I wasn't, I wasn't ever really co- that confident with women. Um, the only sort of thing that I probably had to, to go off was to be funny. That was the, that was like the natural huh. thing that I would just fall into. It was just like, if I can make them laugh, that's probably. That, that, I, that is yeah. so interesting. I yeah. mean, I could never have pegged you to be someone. I mean, I know you mentioned it earlier, someone who lacked self-esteem, confidence, mm. all of that, because I mm. think you do. You when you enter a room or something, there is this the the, the air in the room changes. There is this certain energy that 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 is quite warm and 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 open. So I mean, that probably is because I caught you at a time in your life when you weren't in your your dark your dark periods or anything, but you know, I just, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. And, but yeah, and, and, um, I mean, from those, looks ex- can be deceiving Peter. I know yeah. you're very good at hiding it. Shit. Yeah. You're very good. Yeah. If, if you, I think a lot of people are like, there's probably a lot of yeah. people that you know, maybe that, um, that you might think have it all together and maybe in their own heads, they don't have it as together. As I, what you know what? I know seems. a few people who, now who uh who do who have that actually who who very yeah, right. very much really try to keep it all together be strong you know in the face of it but yeah sort of struggle internally but yeah that's a that's a whole other thing um yeah have you ever cried due- yeah sorry let's get back to yeah, that. yeah yeah um no all good have you ever cried due to love lost have i ever cried due to love lost of course i have oh did you write a song about it Fuck, definitely not. A poem. How um, about a poem? I I wouldn't have even re- have written a poem, um, but I definitely would have written some terrible diary entries, which would have just been the worst. Um, but yeah, I've definitely cried over over lost love or just just oh, rejection okay. in general. I think I've I've. Um, Are you a crier? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I am, Peter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you I cry am. during movies and things like that? No, uh, I. It's funny. <laughs> this is the worst. Um, <laughs> I I cry in movies that normal people don't shouldn't cry in. Um, so I can watch a film about the Holocaust. Um, you know, this list, some yeah. awful film. Yeah. And just sort of sit through it quite well and go out and eat dinner afterwards, and <laughs> and it's and it's all okay. Yeah. Unaffected, but. You put on like a Pixar film or something like that, and I am gone. Oh no, like Pixar! I'm... I can I can accept Pixar. I can do that. They yeah. do quite well actually. Um, let me pick yeah. one. How about Ace Ventura? <laughs> Where would I cry in that? <laughs> cry of laughter. Yeah. <laughs> no. How about the time when the dolphin is caught by the two gangsters, and they're they're assaulting oh, that yeah. dolphin, throwing a footy at him. Did yeah, your heart weep? Oh, they are. They are. They're, they're through the, and they say, oh, you stupid fish. Yeah, something. yeah, that's right. Um, Get some back, but 
Yeah. And then Dan Marino saves the day. He does, Dan does Marino. He? No, no, Dan Marino is, is, I think he's next to useless. It's Ace Ventura yeah. and um, Ace. Courtney Cox. Tom Ace. Tom Ace. <laughs> Stanford Law. Yes, that's right. That was him. <laughs> I, okay, did you have, um, uh, did you have a, a favorite rom-com? Or do you like rom-coms? Uh, I, I do, but it depends. It depends. Um, okay. I I like sort of traditional... Okay, so I like Woody Allen films. And Ooh, Woody okay. Allen arguably invented the rom-com. Okay. Um, Annie Hall? Like movies like Annie Hall, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of that, I do like rom-coms, but mm. sort of... You know the the mushy stuff that comes out today. I I um, would rather stick my um, a fork into my own eye. Think, oh, than, oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Did CM never sort of um, uh, opened your your opened you up to to <sighs> things like Sleeping Beauty? Not Sleeping Beauty. What am I talking about? While you were sleeping or Clueless yeah. or Peter, she gave it a best shot. She she. <laughs> The dear thing, she she tried. That's all I can oh, say. And you just and then wah, wah. she's just like, no, nah, he's he's a judgmental asshole. He's a, um, yeah, he's he's dead inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so no, oh, yeah. not look. I I will give anything a crack within reason, but there are certain films probably where yeah, I I make up my mind. A lot of rom coms yeah, I make up my mind about two and a half seconds. Yeah, right. Um, I feel and, like though, in in terms of say general mm. entertainment i think this is my my view of you and and of course feel free to um interject uh, i think you much mm. prefer sort of face-to-face contact you're you're kind of an extrovert aren't you mm. e- extrovert yeah, introvert. Mm-hmm. yeah it's weird isn't it like um i was watching this thing the other day you know the um have you heard of the school of life um which is a um, like a, a, it's a school, I suppose. It's it's sort of like learning. And this guy Alain de Baton started it. He's a writer. Okay. Um, and they have videos on YouTube, and they talk about all kinds of things. Just just anything. Like how do you find the right job? Or um, it could be on anything. Just all those things that trouble human beings. Yeah. And and um, he's I watched one the other day, and he was talking about how. People who don't like to go to parties, um, which I put myself in that category, um, that in that sense that I do feel like I'm a bit of an introvert, okay. but yet I love conversation. Conversation, like I love yeah. nothing more than something like this, yeah. like where I can just sit and you and I can have a meaningful chat about something. Yeah. Or even just a, 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 a non-meaningful chat. We can just talk shit. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, but it was saying in this video that... Um, if you don't like going to parties, it might actually mean that you're truly a social creature or a social sort of person. Yeah. Because the very, when you go to a party, the last, you know, the often things you, you the last thing you'll do is actually have like a meaningful interaction with someone because there'll be loud music and people will be pissed or on drugs or whatever it might be. Yeah. And it's usually just sort of standing around and, and asking, you know, oh, so how you been? And, you know, those kinds Small of t- bullshit talk, questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you don't ever actually get to, so yeah, it was an interesting sort of. I don't know. I feel like um, if I had to put myself in one camp, I'd probably say. Well, I, I don't think I could. I think you're right. I, I like 
talking to people um, and I'm a bit of a show off, but I'm also, you know, I do like my time to myself and I'm quite okay with my own company. Oh, that's, that's, that's quite beautiful to hear. I mean, if, yeah. you, I mean, if you were, you were single and you, you decide mm. to take, do online dating or something, I mean, what would your, yeah. what would your three uh, redeeming qualities be? Like what would you, yeah. How would you summarize yourself in, in, in just three points? Jeez, you put me on the spot here, Peter. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Redeeming qualities. Uh, look, I'd probably say... Um, creativity? Yeah. Your thirst but, for creativity, maybe? But then that's putting a lot of... That's, that's putting a... You know, there's an expectation there then <laughs> that I could, I could drastically let, I could let someone down. Oh my um, god! You're, redeeming, you're, redeem, yeah. Go on. No redeeming qualities. I don't know. I would put. Um, okay, I would put. Uh, I'm an excellent. Uh, I make an excellent coffee. Uh, oh. I'd put that. Oh, one slash mojito. Did I get that right? No. No uh, shit. Margarita. Margarita. Oh yeah, you make a yeah. mean margarita. Okay. Scrap the coffee. Margarita, yes. number one. Nice. Okay, so I, I make a great margarita. I feel like that would be a popular one. Good. Um, two, um, I own at least three pairs of pants. At least three or yeah. just three? I, yeah, I, I don't feel know. Like I, was, I thought that would be, imp- I thought that would be more <laughs> impressive to me. Uh, okay, all right, yes, yes. Let's chalk that up to impressive. Go on. And the last thing? Okay. Last one is I save bugs and beetles from the shower. If there's a spider or a bug in a shower, I won't drown it. I will actually set it free. Oh, you're so, that's very, that's a good one. That is a good one. Nice one. Nice recovery. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Picked up after the pants. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. That's very cool. Because like you've, you've, and how long, uh, how long have you been in um, uh, your current relationship for? Five, it's like four years, five years, right? No, it's six. Six years of bliss and heartache <laughs> <laughs> and lots of wine, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's um, No, it's been six years. Can I say we're just you know madly in love? <laughs> I know you say that. <laughs> I believed you when you said that. I don't know if you believed you when you said that, but Peter, can we talk about my current sex life? Is that okay? Oh, of course. Let's talk about it. How's it no, going? No, let's not. Oh. I was trying. I set you the opened trap it up and, and... <laughs> come back and bit me in the ass. You totally has. Oh, so you're not gonna give me anything? You know what I. Um, <laughs> uh, let me let me let me see. When did you lose your virginity? Okay, right, as a country good. boy, can I water. can I guess fifteen? Yeah. Oh, uh, close. Oh, hang on. Uh, I was either fifteen or sixteen. I can't oh, okay. remember. All right. But I was in I was in year ten. Okay, year ten, and Whatever and where, and where where did you lose it? 
I lost it in my bedroom in my house. Oh, hang on. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, in my bedroom, in my house. I thought, thought well, my parents' like, house. On the, yeah, <laughs> I would have thought on the cricket, the cricket oval or something behind the bush. I know, wouldn't that have been good? Oh, uh, that did would you, have been great. Uh, let me. No, I didn't. Was there like a big song and dance before this whole thing, or you just were bored and you're like, okay, well, we've eaten our spaghetti and um. And it's six o'clock. No, so. look, I, I, I started seeing this this girl yeah, who yeah. was notoriously uh, cheesy, for lack of a better word. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say yes, um, and uh, you wanted to be. I invited part of... around to watch SpongeBob. Of course. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the classic. Yes, it was one of the two. Oh um, gosh. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was pretty uneventful. I mean, it was sort of, I, I remember, um, you know, all those things that people probably remember with their first time. I, you know, you fumble with a condom and you um, have sweaty hands and it's yeah. over in about and, four and a half seconds. And then you and, didn't know which hole to put it in. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, yeah, uh, yeah and but, just... but you you learned over time, right? Yeah, <laughs> I hope you yeah. did. Well, I know that's the normal way of things, but it remains to be seen. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, <laughs> that's enough. No more of that. <laughs> um, we are coming to the end of this little episode. Um, I always like to try. Uh, actually, there's just one more question I would I I yeah. would find I would like to see what your response is. But I mean, how different yeah. would your life be if you were a homosexual? How different would my life be? Yeah, growing up as a country uh, boy in Borken, yeah. and then you know going through your phases. Uh, it would have been very very different, I imagine. I mean, to this day, there are still. I mean, when I was in the country, it's, you know, people sort of say they're okay. It's that classic thing. People are okay with gay people yeah. um, as long as it's not them sort of thing. So yeah. there was um, friends of mine when I was growing up, they, their dad came out as gay just a few years ago. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Um, and that kind of thing is, is quite more common than what you'd think. And The, the father coming out? Yeah, yeah, like a, a man who's you know straight has a family, has a wife, has yeah. kids, and then all of a sudden goes, I cannot do this anymore. Oh, yeah, and finally, finally makes a call. You know, after you know doing all that other stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I imagine my life would have been fucking um, really tough and mm. and a lot different, probably. Um, yeah, right. I mean, I probably would have been one of those classic. You know, I would have fled the country town and never looked back and headed up to Sydney and probably shacked up with you, Peter. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. No, you wouldn't have gone for me, no. But one thing is for Out sure. <laughs> no. One thing is for sure, though, you would have still loved SpongeBob. Let's be honest. I would have still what? Loved SpongeBob. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think SpongeBob... Breaks down all transcends you know, all sexuality. Transcends all, all, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I like to uh, conclude these little apps with a love prediction, um, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> and it's just just from all that I've heard tonight, and um, God willing, 
all the things that I've known about you over the last uh, number of years. Um, yeah. So, at this point, I think you you still have a chance. You know, you're engaged at the moment, and I think you guys still have a shot at love. You have a shot. So, well done. Thank you, Peter. It means the world to me. Oh, I'm glad. I know. It means a lot to a lot of people. Um, But otherwise, thank you. Um, Thank you a million times a million um, for participating tonight, Um, especially because I understand that you have a lot more people to tell um, about your engagement and how it all happened because I know how much you love telling that story. Um, Mm. But just... Thanks again. Did you? Was there anything that you wanted to add? No, I would just pile on the thanks uh, as well, Peter. To be honest, I'd, I'd like to thank you for uh, giving me this uh, opportunity to um, finally uh, air that engagement story to um, <laughs> yeah. more people. I'm glad. Yeah, now it's now it's uh, worldwide, so to speak. It's so worldwide. They're all. That's they're right. going to be flooding you. Oh, can, can people find you on social media, or is there anything that you'd like people to? to sort of connect um, connect with, with your music or anything? Uh, look, no, no you, can't, you can't find me on social media, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. um, and Shame. no, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, that was Cam there from Borken Beacon in country Victoria, <laughs> um, enlightening us with his tales of love and loss and artistry. Um, uh, please subscribe on iTunes, follow me on uh, Instagram, Peter is a lamb. Otherwise, if that's all there is, um, until we meet again, see you. Bye. You say bye too. Bye-bye, everyone. (laughs) 